of the day to you. Welcome to Yesterday's Show. Welcome to Brotherhood of the Cross and Star because they are our guests today. We're going into the season of Thanksgiving, the season of love, and uh, we want to wish you a belated happy Thanksgiving 2022. Hope your family is really happy and well. And I have a, another special guest today. I thought he had been here before, but uh, he came for special prayer because his grandmother wants him to have it before he leaves for, <laughs> before he leaves for the uh, Air Force, right? Yes, ma'am. It's, it's Jake, Jacob. Yeah. We call him Jacob Erickson. How are you doing? I'm good. Very, very, very good. How was Colorado? Colorado was beautiful, and uh, I think nature was friendly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Because the morning I arrived, there was snow everywhere. I said, "Oh God, I just came from warm Texas. How am I going to manage Colorado?" Mm. But <laughs> the next three days, four days was beautiful. The sun coming out every day. The air crisp. Yes. Nice and fresh. You okay, know? so you two have something in common already. Because <laughs> how Colorado. long were you in Colorado? Uh, I probably lived there for about a year and a half, two years. Okay. So I lived in. Um, Fort Collins is like the most northern part, kind of bordering Wyoming. Okay. I stayed um, in Laporte, Colorado. It's a mm. it's beautiful. It's countryside. Stayed mm. on the top of a, of a hill overlooking some mountains. Beautiful, man. He wore shorts. He used to send <laughs> pictures home. <laughs> and uh, he'd have shorts and all of the snow in the wow. mountains. And I remember the dog. He had yeah. Somebody had a dog so up there. You must have enjoyed yourself because oh, yeah. the place was clean. I love the place. Mm. So they called it mile, mile High City, one mile yeah. in the air. Yeah. But good, man. It's, you people out here can go there. Just detox a little So we want to talk about the holiday season. We want to talk about family. We want to talk about family. And then and I want you to pray for my uh, for Mr. Erickson's you see your, journey. Already you're carrying on the family tradition. You see why family is good. Mm -hmm. Because he said, in, in, I think that's in Proverbs 22, verse 6, said, bring up a child, train him up the way he should go. Um, and when the child grows up, he will not depart from it. Right. You know, the beauty of family, you know, as soon as you told me, Jacob was coming. Ah. The voice told me, family. Let's talk family. Okay. Because when you talk kingdom of God, like the opening song said, mm -hmm. the kingdom of God has come on earth. Let the earth rejoice. That's the lyrics. And this season is so important for families. Very, very important. Everywhere you go, and I hear Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> and as they talk the Feliz Navidad, everybody's wishing each other good. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the family, which is the unit of God's creation, oh. is tending to disintegrate. Yeah, it's being Be tossed, as you say, tossed around, tossed about. Because people are now trying to redefine God, and one with a very huge staff, mm -hmm. the other one with a very huge scepter, and the other one with a very huge, you know, sword, as if it's three mighty men sitting in a place. It's simply the divine family. Say so there are three that bear the record of God in heaven, first John chapter five verse seven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and they are one. Now when you come into the human system, what is the family? The Trinity still makes up the family. The father, the mother, the child. Remove one from the other, the family is not complete. Exactly. Because where the father is not, and and if you check why we're having problem, it's not only in America all over the world. 
I remember one lady said, hey, what a man can do, a woman can do it even better. I said, sister, you're mistaken. In the family system, the father is not loved. You know why? He wields the, the can. And even the mother spends the father as a terrorist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's nonsense you're doing. Don't worry. When your daddy comes, I will tell him and he's going to show you. So the man becomes, oh, daddy is on the web. Man, let me find my level. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the family has changed so much. Because we, wa we wanted to change it. We wanted to change it? Yes. There are things that you can never change. Never. In a home, there's a balance. Yes. The that mother brings the, the love, the compassion, you know, the warmth. The father brings the discipline. And the father protects because the woman is the soul of the nation. Train a woman, you train a nation. Mm -hmm. You know? But then the woman is very delicate and tender. She needs tender, loving care and protection. That's where the father comes in, the man. And God did not make mistake. He said he first made man in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. He said, God molded man from the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostril the breath Try. of life. You know? Then if you go further down, he said, he made the man to sleep and from his rib he brought out and made the woman. And he heard what the man said. He said, now this is not the bones of my bone and mm. the flesh mm -hmm. of my flesh. Therefore shall she be called woman because she was brought out of the man. So the man's duty being part of him is to protect the woman. Exactly. And in protecting the woman, the woman has the capacity now to nurture the child in the love and the tenderness. So it becomes, you know, a connection. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when the woman alone is running the home, there's a disconnect. When the man alone is running the home, there's a disconnect. And when such children that are brought up in that environment of that disconnect gets to the wider society, they have complexes. Whether they like they have it or complexes, not. Bishop. They have problems. Yes. I mean, problems that it takes another 20 years to solve. Sometimes more than that. Well, that's true. Sometimes they never get it mm -hmm. at all. Because by the time, you know, a child is like a clay. And a potter will tell you this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When they have the clay mixed with the, with the water, you know, they can mold it into any shape. And child yeah. psychology makes us to understand that between the ages of two, when the child can say mama, dada, this and that, to the age of 10, maximum 12, mm -hmm. the character is almost set. Yes, and then depending on what you're reading, the character is really set by three years old, three or four. Yeah. Okay. That, I, uh, I mean, of course, there's a migration. Yeah. Uh, but that's another one of our, let's call it, let's, uh, one of our conflicts, because everybody becomes an authority. But what does the family dictate? We can't leave the family out. We can't leave, the, as you said, the mother and the father out of the equation. Because in the family, what rules is love? You mm -hmm. know, and for love to be applied, a child that is brought up in a very good, loving family develops self-confidence. Mm -hmm. Number two, he has value for self and for others. Number three, because of the balance in the home, he develops understanding and discipline. That's the purpose of the home. Yes. And that understanding and discipline enables the child to, to be fair, even in judgment. 
because when he hears from two sides, okay, let me run to mommy. Mommy will favor me because daddy is not telling me. It's daddy is just being unnecessarily aggressive to me, always rebuking me. <laughs> and getting to mommy again, mommy said, look, what you did, I don't like it. Then he will come back to himself, say, hey, what happened? What's wrong here? What is wrong, he says, the child is made to understand that the society existence is not all about self. No, it's not. It's not. They've got to blend in with the rest of the world. Yes. Uh, that's that was. Um, I was in a meeting not this past week because we had a boxing event this week, but um, they have this tendency to feed the hungry in turn around the city. You come in, you get a bunch, a box of food, which is great. We have a lot of those areas. So the children, well, the children are fine. It's the adults that set the wrong example that's a better word they set the wrong example for the child if you're being given something you're grateful for that you should be grateful for that yes so at this i couldn't understand why at this particular place where you're picking up food you got to have the police here you're giving away free food explain i don't understand that i mean it's free food it's out of the goodness of somebody's heart somebody still had to pay for it yeah so why do we have the police here because have we gotten that violent? Where's the love, Bishop? Now, you know, when you have broken men and broken women, you know, because a child of a broken home is naturally broken psychologically. The yeah, psychologically. The, yeah. The coordinators of the youth center in Rochester, New York, were telling us that America is having a youth crisis. A youth crisis? Yes. You have grown-up adults with undeveloped mentality. <laughs> you know? What so, is that age balance, about 35 or 40? Well, these are people from 50, even some oh, as young wow. as 12 and upwards. Yeah, yeah. Because, and most of them are children, having children. Mm -hmm. yeah. Biologically, they are ready to, pro to procreate. But psychologically, they are not ready to run the home. Now that is very true. And because what brought about the inability to run the home psychologically? Because the people that brought them up too were not psychologically ready. Mm -hmm. You grew up in a home, let's take off a case of a single mom. She has five kids from five, five men. There are those she will favor more than the others. Either the father of this is providing more, and for that reason she now tends to show more preference to that one. You understand? Mm. The others feel mm. disadvantaged. Then the conflict of who do I give my loyalty and in the bid for the child to try to identify loyalty, he forgot the core of his existence, which is God. Nobody's leading him to that. And you know, in everything we do in life, there's one very powerful thing that plays out. Memory. Oh, that's true, because you're going to remember all of these days. Yes. My daddy told me. <laughs> my mommy told me. I remember when we go to, used to go to the family church when I was young, you know, we go mm. there, the pastor does like this. Those things that they seem innocuous at that moment. But as a child grows up, it becomes precious memory, valuable information. That is very true. And That's if that valuable information is not there, you're just having a casing. You know why I call it casing? Why? Why? Because as long as the child is born into the world and is eating regular food and drinking water, he must grow. The bone must grow, the body must grow, but what is the content in the brain? So we have a, a lot of beautiful and handsome containers called human beings. <laughs> and empty-headed, empty headed. is that what you're getting but, to? But nothing is in the content, you know? Mm. Internally, it is empty. So that's why it's good we're in this season 
when we are talking of family. Why? The whole world is gathered now. They are celebrating like on Saturday we were at the LDS place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was yesterday, Sunday. Yes. In the evening we were with them. The children came, they were singing carols, Mary's boy, child, Jesus Christ, jingle bell, this and that and that. All those bits and pieces. They come with their father and their mother and their family and they come okay okay there's somebody called jesus okay what was special about this man called jesus he came he died for us why did he have to die oh to show us love so okay that means i can show the other man love unconditionally get into that environment they saw people like me of african descent mm-hmm. coming from the continent they saw people like me of African descent born in America, you know, and they see other people from Asia, from other parts of the world. So in their mind's capacity, their visualization has given them the impression that even if they're in Australia, they're seeing the same people. They go to That's Africa, right. they see the, seen same, the same people. people. They go to Europe, they see the same people. So their worldview is accommodating, not segregating. That's and, and that's, and that's a good point because Dallas is so Texas is so diversified. But we have always been a diversified city. I mean, we always the border mm. has always been there. It didn't just show up. <laughs> 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 I was watching a western last night, and it was about the, the Red River, and it was about the Indians, of course, the Indians and. Uh, the settlers coming mm. into Texas on up to the cattle company okay. country because this is cattle com- country, mm-hmm. and the same fight that they were having in 1880 is the same one we're having today. Of course, so nothing has basically been solved. The Bible said in Ecclesiastes, "Said that which is has been, yeah, and that which has been will continue to be. That there's nothing new under the sun." Mm-hmm. Even in this uh, fashion tr- statement, sometimes in the 80s or thereabouts, in the 70s, I saw pictures. The same type of pants we are wearing today was the Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> then it got yeah. to another point, they had the one, the bell bottom, it's very large, with high heel shoes, six layers or three. Yep. Today, now we've come back again to the pencil point, you know? So, but the only thing that changes is our reasoning. We forget too fast well we don't all we don't have the history either we, we have to have the history um i wrote a story this week about Juanita Kraft. she's a, a pioneering a civil rights pioneer they are having a dinner for her in acp did you work for her? didn't you speak for them one time yes um so they're having this banquet it's called the Juanita Kraft naacp Freedom Fund Banquet. Mm-hmm. I did research, and I have known this woman before she died. She was here, a very st- stately member of the community. They elected a city council at 75 years old. Wow. Well, I find out just by research and that she had started 165 chapters of the NAACP. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, she was born in 1929. Okay. 1904. 1904. Wow. 1904. And things were not as good as they are now for her. One article said that she, Martin Luther King and Linda B. Johnson came to her home in South Dallas, <laughs> in South Dallas, to talk about civil rights. This is the beginning of the civil rights movement. And, but she traveled in these small towns in Texas, the small communities, 
and developed chapters for the NACP, a profound story about history. Now, if we don't know that, we are not, we don't have tendencies to join the mm -hmm. NACP. And that is why the issue of the family still comes in again. Mm -hmm. You know, in reality, most of us, especially people in my Kasak in ministry, we tend to put everything in antiquity. Okay. 2,000 years ago, yeah. Jesus okay. did, did, da, 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 da. The prophets did even the time we don't, you don't even know when they existed. But what they said that time is as relevant then it's relevant as it today. is today. Yes. Like our yes. brother, Robert Nestor Mali, leader Olumbo Olumbo, who said he's a prophet of this generation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in one of his songs, he told us, he said, don't forget your history. Please. Know your destiny. Right. He said, because in the abundance of waters, the fool is thirsty. The fool is thirsty. <laughs> you are looking at the water, but you don't have the consciousness to even know that that water is supposed to slack your thirst. Mm -hmm. You know, when we refuse to understand that if we don't emancipate ourselves from our mental slavery, <sighs> yeah, and then go back to the roots, because family again teaches us one important thing: tolerance. Leader Olumba Olumba Obu called his Brotherhood of the Cross and Star. Brotherhood of the Cross and Star. Brotherhood of the Cross and Star. Brotherhood is family. God and everything that mm -hmm. he has created, that is brotherhood. Even the snake you see on the road is part of the brotherhood family. The protoplasm, the plankton, the insect, the wasp, the bee, name them, all of them are part of the brotherhood family. And that's why if you're and in And they this, all play a part. Yes. Let me see. Have I seen that brochure? And while we're talking, I want to talk about the app. I've okay. got to bring up the app because we talked about the app when no the other, well. when your twin was here. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at it, eh, for instance, if you're drowning in the sea, a dolphin can come and move you to the shore. But it's a fish. The stories are legion. We had dolphins as rescued people and mm -hmm. other aquatic animals. Really? Now, Did you know that? Yeah. Yes. Dolphins are very smart. Mm -hmm. Now, in that family of brotherhood, what makes it unique? The cross. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can, me and you, even if we live together for 20 years, we'll never be agreeing at every point. Sometimes there's bound to be disagreement. Exactly. It could be that you cook food and you left, and I came back, I emptied the pot and ate. <laughs> and you come, you want to blow the roof. Hey, man, cool down. What's wrong with you? The love will make you say, hey, but you know, you could have left some for me. That cross, you're tolerating my inconsideration, is what makes family unique. Because in wow. every family, you never choose who's going to be your brother. Mm -hmm. You never mm -hmm. choose who's going to be your you sister. You don't choose your, your parents. You don't choose your parents either. You could be a genius, but you're born in the, on the roadside. Mm -hmm. But from the roadside, like Jack Ma, rose and became a billionaire. Mm -hmm. But what made the family is this, that understanding that every situation can be overcome. That is what the Holy Father brought and called Brotherhood of a Cross and Star. That's okay, why he called okay. it the melting pot of all religions. Whether you're calling Jesus, you call him Muhammad, you're calling Krishna, you're calling Zoroastra, you're calling Confucius, you're calling whichever name you're calling. Every yeah. teaching they have has one concept, unity of creation. And the unity of creation begins with the family. It begins in the home. Break a man in the home, he can never be anything outside. Wow. Wow. But make the man in the home, let him have love. Mm 
Let him have understanding. Let him realize that possessing material wealth does not make you important. Because gangsters make money, drug peddlers <laughs> make money, and robbers make money, they rob banks, they rob everywhere. So anybody can have money. But what is the value and the quality of your life? What do you have inside you mm-hmm. to give to mm-hmm. the society? Mm-hmm. That is the brotherhood of life. When we come to that brotherhood of life, I recognize that love involves sacrifice. Today is not all about talking about Bible and theology, but reality as based in the Word of God. You know, mm-hmm. love is about sacrifice. Love is about accommodating. Love is about tolerating. And in any family that they're able to go through that process, you see that they progress, they grow. Yes. Because you can remember, oh, my brother did this thing, but if not that you're my brother, I would have done that. Forgiveness brings you closer. The family is important. I've got to take a little bit of a break. We're talking to Archbishop. Archbishop Joe is back from Colorado, and Jacob is sitting here absorbing all of this, <laughs> taking it story, all man. in, <laughs> taking it all in, and he'll be sharing it with his siblings and his cousins. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're watching Esther Davis.
That's what you get on our show with Bishop, the great Archbishop Joe and Jacob Erickson, who's about to take off and go somewhere. We'll talk to him about that in a few minutes. But we were talking about love and we were talking about the family. And uh, I was telling Jacob that on the show, we have a lot of laughter mm-hmm. because you tell a lot of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and what they are, they're not joke jokes. They are life jokes, comparison yes. jokes. That's probably a great. And it's something that everybody understands. Yes. Because even the Holy Father in his teaching, he teaches us with illustrations. Mm. Always. And why are you using the illustration? Because you use real life situations to make people understand circumstances. It's the best way. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody say, hey, life is not easy. Agreed. But compared to what? <laughs> yeah. The death. Exactly. You death to, is, uh, I guess, death, death yes. is easier. Uh-huh. But even death is not easy, too. So the best thing is take the life in stride. You know, yes. because and make when it we, work. Yeah, make it work. Make it work. Because the world today, America, for instance, let's take USA. Everyone is living in family units and communities, and ironically, the communities are becoming racially diverse yeah. by the day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And even the Muslims, they are teaching. Prophet Muhammad told them, "What is family? Who are your neighbors?" Said, "Count the forty cardinal points wherever you're staying." Whoever lives in that neighborhood is your neighbor. And your neighbor is your family too. And when you understand the value that your neighbor is your family, then you have to apply love to them. Mm-hmm. Now you want to go into your Air Force of, uh, career, right? Mm-hmm. That place, wherever they send you, it could be in the United States of America, it could be in the Caribbean, it could be in any part of the world. The man living next door at that point is more valuable to you than your grandmother. Because if you have a crisis and you scream help, he's the one that will call police or ambulance for you. <laughs> That's going to be your neighbor. Yes. We had a big show, Jake, on love that neighbor. Yes. Because nowhere in the Bible does it say love your religion. No way. Is that what you taught us? That's nah. what you told us? It, so it's love that neighbor. It, and so I compared it to my neighborhood, which is... Oh, yeah which is moving on. Mm-hmm. And, and I have no problem with it, but you have people that won't make the change. So where's the love in your, for your neighbor? It, well, it's, it is inevitable. You cannot avoid it. Yeah. Until we come around to it. This morning, I was watching Newsy, one of these news headline news channels, and the president was talking about the number of arms that are free-flowing, guns and so on. And the need for yeah. the Senate to vote for certain restrictions. Yeah. Now he is talking. They might call him a crime, Mary, bleeding heart. No, <laughs> he is not crying. He is telling us to help ourselves. It's true. Because that is very true. Gun has a spirit. You put a gun and have a bullet in it. It must want to fire, mm-hmm. because it cannot be left idle. Otherwise, it will start rusting, right? And who do you shoot? A fellow man. But if we come to realize that most of those things we acquire does not help us, because in the family, we have sort of created a compartmentalized society. Yes, we have. We are living in a society, but we're in tiny capsules. And in that capsules, we insulate them with cellophane, with nylon, that the water, the moisture, the vapor from here cannot touch the other. And we're in the same capsule. Is either we will explode and destroy the others or we will implode and destroy ourselves. 
And as we call this place a Christian nation, one word Christ said that is very unique. He said, a Pharisee, a rich young man, came to him and asked him, Master, tell us, what is the greatest commandment? He lifted up his voice, said, Hear ye, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one God. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy substance. And second to that only is this one law, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. Why is this so? I'm here in, the, in Texas, right now in America. My family is from far away Africa. But here I exist in a family. Mm-hmm. And those families, some come from America here, some come from India, some come from Kenya, some come from Jamaica, some come from any part of the world. But because God did not create separate racial families, he created only one family, the human, the human family. family. Human race. And having created the human family means that wherever you find yourself, because Martin Luther, I call him a Christ of this generation, Martin Luther King Jr. Because he made a profound statement, two of them, that if we can listen to him, remove the color of his skin, and see the message, it will help all of us. <laughs> he said, one, he said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. character. You know, what is that content of character? You're in the Air Force today, they call it US Air Force. You have all tribes and tongues and races of the earth in the same Air Force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when they take their oath and their allegiance is to America, it's not to African America, it's not to Hispanic America, <laughs> it's, to it's America. not to Puerto Pol- Pol- yeah. Rican America, it's not to European America, but to America. And when you people are in the battlefield, whether you're in the air flying, no matter whatever you're flying, whether F-16 or whatever, Phantom, whichever avionic machine you're mm-hmm. flying, all your coordinates is to make sure that all of you that took off either from that vessel in the high sea or from the Air Force base, wherever you're going for operation, finish your operation and come and back come to back base. Safely. There'll be no MIA missing in action. That is true. So when we understand that we are a family and the family begins from the unit, expands to the wider scope, you know, the wider it spreads, you know, it keeps expanding, it keeps expanding, and we come to the reality that you cannot be born in Dallas and be born in Australia at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody must be born in Australia. It's a landmass. God brought it for a purpose, you know? And there's one philosophy, I think I, re- I remember one time we mentioned it. Did I heard that philosophy, my problem with life ended? They call it the soup pot philosophy. S-U-S-O-U-P. The soup, soup you cook. Soup pot philosophy. Philosophy. Yeah. You know what it is? You no. want to cook. The what? You want to cook your food. Ah. Your soup. You start picking your condiments. Okay. One is made in China, you put on the table. This one is made in India, you put on the table. This one is made in Kenya, put on your table. This one is from Australia, from all over, different condiments. You already have a vision of a type of soup you want to create, right? You start combining all of them into the same pot. But you ask yourself, the one that is from China, was it harvested from the graveyard of a Chinese? The one that came from India, the man that produced it in the process of prepackaging it, did his blood point to it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
the sweat in the farm. So what you're eating is the blood and the sweat of people of all races and all tribes. So their blood is in your blood. Their sweat is in your sweat. Their spirit is in your spirit. So that is wow. one human family. Wow. Why killing them? Why hating them? That's a great, great analysis because if I go to Whole Foods right now, they have sort labeling the food. They'll tell you where it's from. Mm -hmm. This is from China. This is from Ethiopia. Clothes. You buy clothes. And you look at the label mm -hmm. and it says where that garment is from. Made in Taiwan. Made in China. Mm -hmm. So where... So that's absolutely profound. I don't think you've ever talked about that before in that sense. But our groceries don't come from America. They, um, they're coming from all over. Yes, yeah. This is true. What have you got to say? You've been really quiet. I, I know you're in awe. Yeah, I'm just soaking it all in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just soaking it all in. Oh, well, when do you get sworn in? Tomorrow. 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 Do you know how that's going to go? I'm going to walk in there, dress nicely, okay. say my oath, Yeah. take some pictures, mm -hmm. get back to working out. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I got to uh, prepare myself mentally, physically, but uh, I feel like mentally I'm already prepared. I'm already putting myself there, putting myself in that position, ready to see my life afterwards. And I don't know. Honestly, it's just kind of like uh, turning a page in a book, getting ready to go to the next chapter, moving on. Wow. Yeah, and you know, he's at the critical point of the family evolution. A critical point? Of the family evolution, you know, evolution and revolution. Oh, okay, evolution, because, that's right. Evolution. Because as he gets into the Air Force tomorrow, once he's sworn in, he's become a different man. And his vision for the tomorrow, because he doesn't know where he could be, he, can, he can end up becoming the Secretary of Defense. Okay, that's himself. what we want you to be, is the Secretary of Defense. <laughs> <laughs> and when he sees the family as one, you know, and if he has the humanity in him mm -hmm. to realize that he is not just there to protect a particular section of a society, but he's got there to protect the entire human family. He oh, can make a great change. Changes are not made by many people, remember? Revolutions are never carried out by a crowd. Right. It's, it's only one or two people yeah. with special vision and focus. There will be challenges. There will be obstacles. But the man you are going to work with, the lady you are going to work with in that any area you find him or her, once you have the consciousness that he is your brother and she is your sister, you've already created a space to accommodate the negativities. There is a song that I used to play years ago. Uh, God uses ordinary people. So back to your statement about evolution and revolution. always there's one leader. Mm -hmm. Rosa Parks was one leader. Yes. Mahatma Gandhi, one leader. I mean, and they changed nations. They changed nations. Of people. Don't you see so. what happened in South Africa? Nelson Mandela was in Ravenalam prisons for 27 years. Oh my, yes. And where he was was so terrible. But when he became the first president, you know, they are brothers of the pale skin. Sorry, I don't use the word white or black because I know I'm not black. This is black. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and my brother is not white. This is white. Yeah, Nobody that, that, looks like this. That's true. You know, yes, our fairer skinned brothers, out of ignorance, persecuted their brothers and created such tension. 
they were expecting him to come back with revenge and vengeance. Right. That as soon as he come, he'll be pouring them into detention camps, executing them. He told them, no, let us reconcile. The greatest power in existence is forgiveness. He forgave them. There was even a story I was told. He went to somewhere in Pretoria, a restaurant uh -huh. to eat. And there was this white man, a pale fair-skinned man, mm -hmm. in the same restaurant eating. He told his security to invite the man over to the table. Does the man come? The man came, but he was just shivering and sweating and because he couldn't contain himself. So when they left, the security man asked him, Sir, why did, who is that man? He told him that while he was in the Robin Island prison, that is the man, after tormenting and torturing him, the oh man would gosh. pour water on him in the cell and even pee on him. Oh. So he was expecting Nelson Mandela to sort of say, hey, pick him up and put him in the gulag. No. He said, I called him to eat with me because I understood that he was my misguided brother. That if I pay him back with hate, <laughs> it's not going to help oh, anything. Bishop, Bishop, that's a strong statement. So he, he welcomed to his table the guy that mistreated him in prison, mm -hmm. poured water on him, yeah. urinated on him, yeah. and he invites him to sit down. Please now, I tell you, not very many people. That has to be a God, <laughs> and I'm older than my grandson, but that is, and, and I guess we don't understand what walking with God is all about. Is there ever a situation where someone doesn't deserve a forgiveness? No. Well, I Good guess, question. I guess Mandela proved that right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you remember, let me show you this. It's from the teachings of Christ. And thank God we are teaching, living in a land that said it's God's own country. Yes. America. Yes, we are. This is God's country. It said, America is God's country. Yes. M Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, I read from verse 10 to 12, eh? or 13. It said, Blessed are they which are persecuted for mm. righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye, when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. Not because you did yeah. do it, but falsely. Falsely for my name. For my sake. <clears throat> Till you rejoice and be exceeding glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets that we are before you. Said, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savour, where will shall it be salted? <laughs> <laughs> it is senseful, good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. What made forgiveness so powerful in family? Hmm? Is to forgive is divine. That is the God in, in man. Everybody can err. Everybody yes. can revenge. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the weak revenge. <clears throat> it's easy as we are talking now. Hey, man, we start boxing each other. You give me a bloody nose, I give you a black eye, right? But... For us to come together and say, my brother Jacob, I'm sorry. What I did, I never intended it. Please, will you forgive me? It is difficult to own up to a fault. Yes, yes it is. And it is difficult to overlook a, an offense. But then, act like Martin Luther again said, he said, an eye for an eye leaves everybody blind. And a tooth <laughs> for a tooth leaves everyone toothless. Yeah, an eye for Family, an eye leaves everybody, everybody blind. blind. And family cannot thrive 
without forgiveness. That is the only way you can express love. It's, it's a tall order. We've heard it over and over again. In my case, all of my life. It's, it's tough to even think about. And then to get it done is even more difficult. More difficult. Yes. To get done. So it's like, what, how, where do, how do we get there? And I'm thinking as you're talking about all of the lies that was told by one of our United States presidents. Okay, those lies still persist today. When are they going to stop so we can move back into some form of civilization before we get completely? If the person that is, you're supposed to be forgiving doesn't ever take responsibility for what they've done, then how do you go about forgiving that person in the first place? That is the key of forgiveness. The key? To forgiveness. Let me share what leader Olumba Olumba Obu said on the cross. Because, you know, we talked about, I told you, it has three aspects. The brotherhood, the cross. Mm -hmm. Yes, he said, some people think that to give arms means carrying the cross. Oh. Others think that it is to heal the sick by praying means carrying the cross. Many others think that to pray for yourself three times a day means carrying the cross. Yet, another class of people think that to pay tight free will offering and charity means carrying the cross cross has been made into different forms some hang it around their necks mm -hmm. some hang it on their doors do all this in make up the cross that christ said we should carry now he said but what does cross mean he said the cross the cross is light and it is also heavy for the world to be in perfect peace, each of us should carry the cross. He said, then what is it? What is this cross? He said, is it vision and prophecy, building of houses for people and so on? I'm just, I just, uh, let me get say, say cross means bearing one another's burden without complaining. Without complaining. Yeah. Tolerating all kinds of sinners, the murderers, the thieves, the backbiters, etc. That if you stand firm with Christ without fighting back your accusers, whenever you are accused falsely or being spat upon or jeered at, disgraced and insulted without a just cause, if you are informed that someone has planned to shoot you and you fail to run away while he aims at you, then you are carrying the cross. Okay. Say to carry the cross does not cost you anything. You must be loving, humble, and so on. You, if you <clears throat> move with a cunning man, without hurting his feelings for being tricky and crafty. If he can say with a notorious liar very happily without stirring up his anger when he tells you a lie and when, he, when one persecutes you falsely and seeks to destroy you, your life, by all means, yet you tolerate him. Even when further things further than he said, even with that person confessing or begging for apology, because if one begs you for apology, has given you the emotional satisfaction that, yes, he recognizes his own. But there are people, you know, there are three classes of morality. Three classes of morality. Yeah. Okay, before you go in that Gabe, how much time do I have? We always run. About three minutes. Oh. Okay. So just <laughs> three minutes. We always three minutes. run out of time, <laughs> Jacob. Oh, let me just give you these three no, classes of morality so that one, that those who are immoral. The immoral person knows what they are doing is wrong. Mm. 
but they cannot help themselves. The moral person tries to live according to the dictates of God and he has conscience. The amoral, (laughs) A-M-O-R-A-L, doesn't even have consciousness of what he's doing. He's totally neutral. He's doing evil, he doesn't feel it. He can do you anything, he doesn't care. But if you can forgive him, then you're carrying the cross. And that is the most important part of family because in every family, we have these three classes of people. Yeah, that's true. You have. <laughs> that's in home, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's in home. <laughs> oh, he is Bishop Joe. We love him. He's always here. He's such an inspiration. And Joe and Mr. Uh, Jacob. What is it? Jacob Alexander? Yeah, three great names. Wow. There you go. Jacob <laughs> Alexander. Uh, I remember when he was born. And uh, I said, oh, my gosh, what are you going to name this, this baby? She says, well... I'm going to name him Jacob uh, from the Bible. Yes, and now he's 22 years old. Jacob mm. Alexander Erickson. You know what? You know what? I got to go. Bishop is always makes us, makes the time just fly by. We love you. Tell the other uh, BCS people we really miss them, especially, um, you know, who? Sam. 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 No, Sam no, tell no, him he's got to come back. Next time, Sam will be here. He's very cool. Well, he's he, very cool. He needed to work. And uh, the problem with the gear yeah. and other factors, it, it, instead of him to risk his life, I told him, hey, no, no. your security is important because that's the tomorrow. I wish Sam was here, him and Jacob, you know, when they are sitting together, they look striking, you know? Oh, that would have been striking. <laughs> no, yeah. look at Jacob, yeah. the forehead. He has the, the, the forehead of mobility. And you I go gotta places, go. I got to go. Oh, wow. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. Yeah. You're the greatest audience in the world.